Bulking season is the season where, like a bear going into hibernation, I will be gaining weight. And it's not because I'm underweight. It's not because I need to gain weight. But it's be I mean, like, I want to I want to get a little meat behind me. Um, okay. So I well, here's what we're going to be doing. Um, I'm going to, every episode, we're going to check in at some point. It can be in the middle. It can be at the beginning. It can even be at the end as a bonus. And I'm going to tell you how much I weigh that week. Currently, Wait, I'm that at week? That, or at, at, between that time, a bi-weekly period, a bi-weekly check-in. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying periodically throughout this episode. Because I was like, no. you're not going <laughs> to fluctuate your I mean, weight very much. I am much. like eating a bunch of peanut butter. Mm. But uh, that's that's really it. When but, you called um, me on your way home from work, you did warn me that you would be eating peanut butter during this episode. Is this part? I'm of not the... eating peanut butter right now. No. You're not. Um, no, not at all. But will you um, be? At some point, potentially. Do you have peanut butter <laughs> within arm's reach? May or may not. It may or may not be Peter Pan. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, the greatest good you're ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the French call les compétents, which means hefty daddy. It does, <laughs> it does mean hefty daddy. <laughs> and we're finally to the sequel of the movie where that namesake came from. Yeah. One year later. Yeah. Where um where I I do learn that uh I am I believe um as the kids call thick. Yeah yeah. I think that's what they're I'll, saying now. My wife just texted me and said maybe you should stop eating McDonald's. And that's the wrong idea, especially if I'm uh, no, she said not if you keep eating McDonald's. Mm. Chandler, do you want me to be big or not? Yeah. She said, you'll never be thick, exclamation point. Just one exclamation point? <laughs> yeah, just one. I feel like that's the funniest number of exclamation points for that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> that's such a threat. You'll never be thick. Um, so we're talking about <laughs> Home Alone 2, Lost in New York today, which is the one where he gets lost in New York. But before that, Yee. we have some business to attend to. Oh, by the way, it's Christmas now. Sorry, it's Christmas. Surprise. We're talking about a Christmas movie. This is indeed the month of Christmas. Hello, it's Christmas. Um, but along with Christmas comes commercialism. And along with commercialism comes sponsors. And with sponsors, sometimes come money, but not always. <laughs> because we have mm. a new sponsor on our show that I don't think we can actually say is a sponsor, can we? I, I, I mean, I want to say... Legally, no, because that assumes we that we're we're getting like some type of monetary gain from this. Um, can we go ahead and open up our product at the same time? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is going to be tough to sync, but it, it's more or less going to sound like a cacophony. Yeah. Uh, are you Are you ready? I'm ready. You got it right next to the mic? Oh, hold on a minute. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. One, two, three. All right. That was pretty close. That was pretty close. Now let's take a sip. Ah, boy. Clint, what do you taste? I taste... I just taste water, baby. Water? Wait a second, but I just heard the sound of you opening a metal can. You can't... You would You would be correct. Are you telling me there's water in a can now? I'm telling you there's water in a can, and would you like to know where that water comes from? Uh, is it from the valleys? In... No, well, I think maybe it does come from Austria. Oh, I was teeing you up to say, no, it's the mountains, because it's mountain oh, water. <laughs> hold on a minute. You didn't yes Do and you. Do you know where this water comes from? Yeah, let me yes and you. Um, Do you know where this water comes from? Is it from the valleys? Yes and no. It comes from the mountains. Mm. It's mountain water. Um, we are drinking liquid death, which is water in a can, and mm-hmm. um, it is a can that looks like a beer can. Specifically, it, it looks like a Corona can. Yeah, I don't drink beer um, that often, uh, <laughs> or really ever, dear. Um, but one time it, you yeah. si- one time you took a sip and you said, "Ew, gross." <laughs> I said, "Ew, icky." Um, yeah, and that that was enough for me. But yeah, it looks so much like a beer that I had. It, I, 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 you know, I'm maybe jumping ahead in the story here, but I brought a case of it to work. And I was giving some to my employees, and there was one guy that was like, that looks like beer. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of the point. And he's like, and it's just water. And I was like, yeah, it's just water. And he goes, right. And then opens it and takes a sip, and he goes, oh, it really is just water. Like, I'm not going to give you Miller Lite, you know, while you're at work, my dude. But that's how convincing their their ad labeling is. Yeah, it's a wonderful product, and... um for those who have been listening to our show for a while, you will know that we are just dying to have one single sponsor for our show. We just want to yeah. have one person give us money and endorse a product so we can be cogs in the machine of capitalism. But I was <laughs> um, <laughs> having, having trouble with that word. Um, but when we tried to uh, let Liquid Death sponsor us, they gave us they gave me a very like vague response to the point where mm-hmm. I don't know what our relationship is to them. Um, yeah, yeah. There it's, are, uh, it's complicated. The, it's complicated. I mean, kind of like where we are with a certain burger chain that makes small square burgers um, that we will not yeah. talk about because we're not doing an ad for them right now. But we're also not doing an ad for Liquid Death because um, they refused to send us ad copy, even though I asked, I said, literally, you don't have to give us any money. Just give us some cans of water, and we will read your ad copy. Um, we just wanted to be able to say <laughs> that they were our sponsor. And they were like, sure, we'll send you some cans. Um, yeah, and that was really it. <laughs> yeah, no ad copy. <laughs> so it was like, our, our podcast is not even good enough to get a free sponsor. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. we each got a 12-pack of Liquid Death, and for that, I am happy. Yeah, and uh, Elisha and I met up uh, you know, to interact a little bit get some face-to-face time during turkey season and uh yeah because we love each shut up we love each other <laughs> um and we we tried our uh liquid death in our favorite spot 
The um, Home Depot parking lot. The Home Depot parking lot, yeah. And so we'll, we'll be releasing a video, a very short video on our social media, uh, just of our experience trying it. Um, but so, yeah, Liquid Death is um, not a sponsor of this show. I can't stress that enough. Mm-hmm. But they did send us some free cans of water. And a uh, sticker. And listen, I thought we had a shot at this because Liquid Death... Okay, here's a here's a Liquid Death story. Um, I heard about this product a while back, like several months ago, and was like, that sounds like a fun little product. Um, and then I've, I heard it advertised on a movie podcast that we both listened to quite a bit. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's, that's interesting that they're advertising on there. Went to a film festival in uh, Chattanooga with a friend of the show, Mark Watlington, and they had uh, Liquid Death at this festival. And I was like, okay, they are trying to snag a slice of the market in the film community. And I was like, we do a podcast where we talk about movies. We could, this could happen. And they were like, no, we do not want you reading our ad copy. We just, yeah, we will send you cans of water. But like plenty of people will send you free stuff. I mean, I used to email lego all the time when i was in college and be like will you all see me send me a free keychain and they'd be like sure <laughs> they, they cool. sent me several keychains um yeah so we're not good enough for them to be a real sponsor but it's a pretty good product yeah it, it's a good product and we want to emphasize heavily not a sponsor absolutely not and honestly I, i'm willing to say it never will be yeah never will be not Go because away. um not because we don't want them yeah, we'll take them as a sponsor. We'll take them as a buddy of the show, but they'll they'll never they'll never want to do that. I mean, I I'll drink this dang water, but I won't. I'm not gonna say anything else good or bad about it. I'm just gonna drink it. You bet your booty that I'll drink their their good water. And here's the thing, it's not bad water. No, it's <laughs> well. I'm not saying that. I just said I wouldn't. Yeah. Well. I'm always kind of hesitant to um, drink something from a can because it has a metallic flavor, but their water ain't got no metallic fl- metallic flavor. Yeah, I'm not saying one way or the other how I feel about it. I'll, I will stand on the side of um, that it's good. It's good water. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Um, so we'll be sipping on Liquid Death as we go throughout the episode, but we do need mm-hmm. to start talking about a little movie called Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yes. Um, it is the second film in the Home Alone franchise, uh, the first of which we talked about last year at Christmas time. Does that feel like it was a year ago for you? It feels like longer than a year for me. Really? It feels like it was four months ago for me. 2019 was kind of a long year. Uh, uh, not not because it was bad. It was just because uh, there were a lot of things that happened and kind of a lot of anticipating some things and those things just kind of dragged on a little bit or dragged to them occurring hmm. um and so it 2019 felt like a long year to me but yeah this was a year ago yeah i uh 2019 felt like a very short year for me because when i look back at where i was this time in 2018 and 2019 ain't nothing changed <laughs> mm. <laughs> My life, uh, along with our podcast numbers <laughs> have stayed the same (laughs) nothing has happened and if anything floating along for specific episodes they have gone down (laughs) for specific oh well yes certain episodes that 
talk about golf movies. Apparently, people don't like I'm, golf. We learned that in 2019. Hey, should we? I'm gonna re- I'm, I'm gonna revise some history really quick. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife just texted me and said, "2019, first year of marriage." Quote unquote. Felt like a long year to me. <laughs> 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 so um, that's not like I said, honey. It's not because anything bad occurred. It's just because I had we had things like. Yeah, yeah, but no, there were good things. We went on vacation. That was fun, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, sorry. I don't know if you can hear us arguing. A bit no, right. that's what our. I like, heard a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's what our, I'm starting a new podcast just where I bicker with my wife. I would honestly listen to a podcast with you guys. Chandler, do you want to start a podcast where we bicker? She said, "I'm." She said in a very sad, defeated voice, "I'm not laughing." I think y'all should uh, start a podcast where you talk about each episode of our podcast and you review each one. <laughs> It'll mainly just be her like cutting me down to size for the most part. Which you need. Um, I need it. Can we quickly run through what we've learned in 2019? This is not the last episode of 2019, but it's the second to last. I think it's nice to yeah. look back. What have, what have we learned through our show in 2019? So is this just pertaining directly to our show? I think it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too real here. <laughs> oh, okay. We get a little yeah, bit real, but like, we've okay. So we talked. We started the year talking about Spider Verse, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about a lot of Disney live action remakes. Um, I think. I think a main sticking point is that movies with dogs have a 66% success rate. Uh where did that number come from? Cuz we done did 3. Oh, and okay. Maybe one of them did not did not do too well. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um and I think Shrek movies, uh movies that have Shrek in them are good movies. Is yeah, one thing I learned. 2019 was the year of Shrek. It we was did the year it. Of Shrek. We did Spider-Man, we did Shrek, we did a lot of Disney stuff, we did Detective Pikachu. Um, Man, it was a good year for our show, other than the numbers, which have stayed the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we saw 0% growth. I don't know if that's Um, actually true. I haven't looked recently, but... um, Yeah, I think that one thing, to to get a little real, um, one thing that we, we do know and we do appreciate, or not appreciate... Uh, recognize is that we we do this for the love of making ourselves and each other laugh for the most part, and also to to make us appreciate cinema. Yeah, um, I feel like it's it's definitely very much that we like to talk about goofy things with each other and make each other laugh. And also, there's a lot of movies that I would never revisit if not for the show, and I absolutely. enjoy that aspect of it too. Yeah, and there there are some movies that like looking back, um, I'm very glad that we were able to revisit because, like you said, I wouldn't have taken the time to look <laughs> over them. But I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but but now here we are. Okay, so Clint has taken all of the text in our note sheet <laughs> that we that we use as a guide on Google Docs for the episode, and he has turned it all lime green once more. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, yeah. impossible to read, and this is apparently what he thinks is funny to do. <laughs> this is this is my new bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a great bit for the listeners. Um, yeah, it, but I think you should always do it when you're like kind of talking about something somewhat serious. 
Yeah. Sorry, so that I, I just start giggling in the background. It just sounds like you're laughing at me. <laughs> like, yeah. you buffoon. You're trying to be serious. Like, you know what feelings are. I'm not Rain Man. Um, but we should probably talk about Home Alone 2. Let's Kevin, get into it. Kevin Dunn did it again. Uh, let me tell you, I, I mean, this one's not really on Kev. Actually, I take it back. This one is the most on Kevin, compared to the first one, at least. What do you mean on Kevin? Meaning that, like, the first one, like, it's very clear. His family forgot him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I if see. If anything, like, it's... I, I went and rewatched the first one. It's actually his sister's fault because she yeah, didn't check. Yeah, she's not counting. Yeah, or she wasn't paying attention yeah, while she was counting. She counted the, the neighbor kid instead of him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one is the most on Kevin because he he instead of um, you know staying with his parents decided it was an opportune time to change the batteries in a recorder in a recorder which is um, in case anyone is wondering that is what we use to record the podcast that yeah, yeah. that giant recorder thing that Kevin has and thinks is so cool. We um when my great uncle passed away we were for lack of a better word raiding his house. Uh, I need to make he, sure that you're not currently changing the color of the text on our no, notes I'm not. because this, this seems isn't like a, anything a, sincere. It seems like a time in the conversation that you would do that. No, no, no. I wasn't even thinking about it, but now that's all I'm thinking about. Um, but when, whenever we were, you know, cleaning out all his stuff, we found one of those recorders, and he recorded maybe 45 minute. For, I'm sorry, 45 second segments. Every single day for three years, and whenever he was like up until the point that he died, and we like listened to them, and some of them are just like him t- telling us about his day, and some of them are sad. Uh, but it was he started them the exact same way, and it's a running joke in my family. Uh, he would he would start it by saying that he wanted to introduce the date and who he was, but he would always forget who he was and what the day was <laughs> right when he was introing Shouldn't it. be laughing. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, but he didn't die of, like, he didn't have, like, Alzheimer's or dementia or anything. But um, he, like, this is how he introed it. He would go, this is, uh, 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 this is, this is, uh, uh, it's uh, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, God bless him. Like, he's such a great guy. His name was Norris. Uh, but he uh, he is a good guy. And uh, it was just it was funny. That's uh, whenever I think of tape recorders, I think of that. And we played them at his funeral. And we all got a good laugh at, at him <laughs> at his, his expense. Ah, <laughs> oh, this guy sucks. <laughs> this freaking dude doesn't even know what, what day it is. What um, a schmuck. <laughs> What a schmuck. Uh, stuff's happening in the notes right now. What color is it going to make it this time? <laughs> huh? Are you not doing that? No. Do we have a notes ghost? No. Nah, I was trying to do something, but then you were sneaky. Um, uh, yeah, but so back to home. Two, do, you think, do you think your uncle would be proud of this podcast? Um, no. Okay. I think um, he wouldn't understand. He wouldn't. He surely wouldn't. So let's talk about our personal experience with Home Alone 2. Um, sure thing. I feel like I've been making you go first a lot of the time. So You absolutely have. So I will go first it. this time. Um, Home Alone 2 is the second movie of the Home Alone franchise, and I watched it. 
correct. You did I, it. Uh, I don't know. I've I watched uh, the first two Home Alone movies a lot as a kid growing up. I feel like the the first Home Alone movie has been in my rotation of movies that I watch every year for Christmas for um, well over twenty years, like since I can remember. And then the second one, I think, entered that rotation a little bit later where maybe when I was like eight or nine years old, realized like, oh my goodness, there's a second one and he's in New York City. And then it entered mm-hmm. the rotation. So I've seen this movie, uh, I would say 15 times would be a conservative estimate. Um, and I that love it. sounds low. Yeah, it is probably low because I, I just, I can't assume that I've watched it every year for Christmas, but I think... Um, most almost every year I've watched most of the movie. Maybe not the yeah. whole thing, you know. Like sure. just catch some of it on TV. But I've seen this movie a lot of times and I love it a lot. Yeah, Your this turn. movie came out uh ninety two, correct? Sounds right to me. Yeah, yeah. Don't so, have IMDB um, open. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I, I'm probably in the same boat as you. Um Hey, they've switched I, up IMDb. It's different now. How do we feel did, about that? They did, and I don't like it. I think I'm pretty mad about it. The search bar is hidden? Yeah, it's very hard to use on the app, and the desktop uh, looks a little different, too, but it's not quite as bad. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But, well, anyway, um, I, I've i said this probably a few times um, in regards to sequels, and I'm going to assume this is all just kind of uh, anecdotal more than anything. I don't have any ev- evidence to back it up. But um, I, I've probably seen this movie more so than the first one. Um, okay. And that probably is more or less due to the fact that compared to the first one, I feel like this one is indeed geared more towards children. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little goofier. The plot's a little more linear. It's easier to follow. Um, and, 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 and so, um, you know, me being a child and having siblings that are relatively the same age as me uh, to entertain us around the Christmas time, my parents put on this movie. So I've probably seen it like maybe 30 or 40 times compared to yours, which, looking back, feels kind of low. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously I was this came out a couple years before I was born, uh, but this, along with the first one, is a mainstay of Christmas for both me and now my wife and I. Um. I would say that there are two there are three aesthetics that when they happen in movies, I am at the very least paying attention to that movie, if not in love with the movie. And yeah. coming in at number three is robots. Specifically mm-hmm. robots with like lasers and stuff. If they're in space, that's even better. Number two yeah. is the ocean, finding Nemo, Jaws, anything with the ocean. Just want to see that big blue um that big that blue, big ball blue ball lake we call the ocean. Yep. <laughs> uh Number one is Christmas in New York. It's the best. Christmas mm-hmm. in New York is the best thing to look at with your eyes. Do so. Here's the thing. Um, Hallmark specifically kind of leans into Christmas in the country. That's uh-huh. their thing um, because they want to pull that dang city girl away from her job and get her with uh, Todd, who's the the uh, the horse boy, the stable boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so their aesthetic is Christmas in the country. I think that Christmas in New, New York specifically is far superior to Christmas in the country. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I, but I, I'm not opposed to Christmas in the country. I can enjoy that, too. I also like small-town Christmas, like a Christmas carol. I mean, a Christmas story. Um, mm. That's fun as well. 
I think if I were to small town, I think if I am on the outside looking in, I prefer looking at Christmas in New York, but experiencing, I'm probably like Christmas in the small town. Um, I've um, only experienced Christmas in New York once, and I just was in heaven. It was just the happiest wow. environment I've ever been in, and I felt like I was in Home Alone too. And I know that's not like that's just a very like cliche thing to say to like point at things in New York and be like, "That's the thing from Home Alone or from Elf <laughs> or whatever." But like that's what I was doing because that's that very much seems what like I like. That almost seems like a nightmare scenario where it's like, I'm in New York. I feel like I'm in Home Alone 2, where a boy is literally being chased and lost in a yeah, very big city. That's only like the last third of the movie. For most of it, he seems to be having a great time. Yeah, he's taking pretty good care. Well, he was like, he's from Chicago, so the big city. I think it's funny that it's like, that's true. you're going from Chicago, what's a big city, New York? But like... I mean, yeah, New York is bigger than Chicago, but as Chicago far as like, is, large, yeah, large metros the, go, they're mm-hmm. very like very much the same. That is kind of a good point. Like, I mean, yeah. Um, first they impressions. Came from the burbs. What? They came from the burbs. Yeah, they were in the burby part of Chicago where you drink milk with your pizza. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, so personal experience, uh, we have talked about that. So now I will edit that out of the podcast. <laughs> so yeah. Clint, uh, what was your first impression of this movie upon rewatching it here in the year of our Lord 2019? Oh boy. Um, so, it, you know, you kind of ragged me a little bit about it. Um, I don't, I mean, I, well, I, that wasn't my intention. I want to make it clear. I was just in awe of here's, here's what the I thing. saw. I gave this movie a five out of five. On Letterbox, and I'm ten not out of sad ten, about five it. out of five, and you periodically, like with us texting each other, and we probably communicated less than we normally do because it was, you know, we're coming off of Thanksgiving, we're with the family. Um, mm-hmm. You would just periodically check in with me and say, "Hey, five out of five on Home Alone 2. and that's bullying, my dude. No, I that was you were misreading the tone of my text. I it was supposed to be like an amused. Um, <laughs> wonder, like I, I wasn't mm. upset about it. And I wasn't I'm trying not to a judge side you. Show. I just think it's crazy that you've done this, but I, in a well, good he, way, he, the good kind here's of. Here's the thing. Mm, one thing that I probably have been doing as a mistake is watching these movies by myself. Uh, most of these movies I've been watching, you know, with on my laptop, uh, with my headphones in, um, just kind of doing it. Not not as a chore, but it's like, okay, I have to prep for purely nostalgia. I, I'm going to block out this time to watch uh, Air Bud, and now, uh, now I'm done with it. But uh, organically, the way we kind of came into it was we have Disney+, Plus, Home Alone 2's on Disney+, Plus. Chandler suggested that we watch it, and because I was able to watch and sit and laugh and appreciate this movie with my wife... I feel like that alone definitely added one and a half stars for me uh, because this movie is enjoyed or best enjoyed as a communal experience and not by not by myself. So I definitely I mean, that that definitely added bonus points with me because I I got a kick out of a lot of stuff that isn't incredibly funny because I've seen it so many times. But it was like I was watching it with fresh eyes. Uh, just because I could like I could hear like not to sound like I'm getting sappy, but it's because I could like hear my wife enjoying it, and I was laughing with her, and we were both really into it. So, um, I'm very passionate right now. 
Oh yeah, I not yeah. I mean, all I have to say is I respect you and I love you and I mm-hmm. support your right to give this movie five stars. Kay. And I gave this movie three out of five stars. <laughs> but listen, yeah, which is heresy to me. No, listen, you might be right, and I might be about to eat my words because I'm wrecking my brain. I can't think of anything bad to say about this movie. <laughs> Dude, okay, thank you. I think so I think glad. I'm being influenced by you. I think there probably are plenty of problems with this movie, but I can't think of them right now because I'm with a person who thinks it's perfect, and I'm not sad about that. Yeah, and here's the thing. Um, you're going to have to go on the defense with this one because... No, I'm it, not going it, to. I don't intend to. I just want to talk about the good things don't do about this, this Don't movie. steal my joy, but like you uh, in the past when I've reviewed something less than you... As much as like... you want me to be <laughs> mad at you, I'm not. <laughs> Dang it, Elisha. Stop breaking out of the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> I want for once to get the gratification of saying, yeah, but that's good, and that being an acceptable response. Okay, so I'll try and... (laughs) (laughs) All I'm asking is for one... I want you to degrade the movie at least once, and then I want my comeback to be that specifically, and then we can move on to gushing about it. Okay, that's fair. I'll try my best. Um, While I scan my notes to try and find anything negative, which might be hard, uh, can you give us a 10,000-foot view (laughs) of this movie? Yeah. So, um, we got oh my you. goodness, look at all these birds attacking us. Wait, <laughs> no, they're picking oh, us yeah. up, <laughs> they're taking us into the <laughs> sky. Wouldn't okay, would that add or subtract stars if at the end of it Marvin and Harry got carried away by the pigeons? <laughs> they would add, yeah, I, I agree. Think like, stick, I, I think it'd be a six star <laughs> flick, yeah, it would be a six star flick for me on this one, dad. Um, but yeah, let's. <laughs> We're being carried away by the birdies. Um, so what I'm going to ask you to do is just uh, pull up Home Alone 1, copy-paste it, <laughs> and uh, make it New York and make it big. And that's that's what you have, Home Alone Just two. make your pizza a little bit thinner. <laughs> make it a little <laughs> bit thinner. that is pretty much the difference. Yeah. I mean, like, literally, it is the same as Home Alone 1. Uh, there's the Christ figure character in The Old Lady... And which I'm assuming she's a Christ figure, but um, you know, it, I think it, it's the same. Assumption is correct. Yeah. So like Kevin, he's a precocious little little, little rat, <laughs> and uh, his family's going out of town. He's learned Christmas. nothing. <laughs> he's learned nothing. From, but it's okay. His family, he's like nine. I believe that. You know. Yeah. His family has learned nothing. Dang you, Catherine O'Hara. But uh, they're going to Miami for Christmas. And Kevin gets sh- lost in the shuffle in the airport, and his family goes to Miami, and he goes to New York City because he follows a man, and the airport does not do a good job. Yeah, uh, it is wanna... honestly on the <laughs> airport more than it's on Kevin. <laughs> Granted, I like I'm giving this movie a little bit of grace because it's like yeah, it's just pre nine eleven. I don't know how lax things were. <laughs> I did write down in my notes ah pre nine eleven airport security. Yeah, it was like it, it was like walking into a public park or something. It was like, yeah, there's room on this plane. Go ahead. Just, as people walk through the terminal, they're like, please get on this plane. Just anyway, we have to fill, fill these, these seats. seats. <laughs> we need to meet our quota. Uh, get on our planes. Run tight. We don't have. We have too many empty seats this year. We need to fill them. 
Um, <laughs> Pack yeah. those guns into your coat. Just don't <laughs> show them to anyone. Get on Do the plane. Do not show them to guns. It's anonymity. We don't know. We we are not liable for anything that happens with your bullets on this airplane. Um, but yeah, it uh, Kevin gets lost in New York City, and as the title would suggest. And who would you know is there? Marvin Harry. Big old scary Marvin Harry. Um, <laughs> I'm just laughing because that rhymed. Exactly. That was the point. That's um, funny. But uh, We're having there. a good time here on Purely Nostalgia today. It's the, li- it's the liquid death. It's making is this us our best episode? <laughs> no. Have we done um, it? We've peaked, my dude. Oh, liquid, the end mo- of the liquid year. death. I bet you really wish you'd given us money now. Yeah, egg is on your face now, Liquid Death. Um, but uh, yeah, Marvin Harry have moved past thievery of homes to toy stores, and they also want to kill Kevin dead. So there's that. <laughs> and um, Kevin Kevin does meet a bird lady that saves his life, and he kind of saves hers, I guess, a little bit. Because um, I'm gonna teaches her to love again. Yeah, I'm going to assume she wants to kill herself. But um, then Kevin gets reunited with his family, and they have a good old Christmas in New York. And Tim Curry's in this one. Um, he does defend a toy store from the bad guys. You kind of didn't explicitly say he that. He does defend the toy store, which Mr. Duncan, I want him to be my grandfather. Oh, yeah, he's a very nice man. Turtle doves. Um, great Turtle job. Doves. On Thanks. the ten thousand foot view, I have terrible news. I'm scanning through my notes, and no. all the all the stuff is positive. <laughs> Got nothing bad to say about this one. Um, I can come up with things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This movie is, and I don't mean in my heart of hearts, I don't mean this as a criticism because I actually love this. But let's pretend that I do, so that you can respond and say, "But that's good." Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is same movie. <laughs> Yeah, but that's <laughs> it good. Is, yeah, <laughs> I agree with you is the thing. I don't think I realized that this was the same writer-director combo as the first one because I, I think I knew that it was Chris Columbus, but I didn't know it was John Hughes writing again. It's very funny that it's <laughs> those two come back and they make the same movie again. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is that maybe the formula for Home Alone 1 is so perfect and so charming that... It it had to be the same thing to to be enjoyable, I guess. Uh, where is the search bar on IMDb? IMDb, you can't do you it. Are you are never a sponsor. You will never sponsor if, this show. Home Alone Two is not on this, but there is a series on Netflix that I want to recommend that is called The Movies That Made Us, and it talks about the making and creation of Home Alone One. And I would highly recommend watching it because Chandler and I watched it together, and we both got a lot of enjoyment out of it. Right, What'd you honey? learn? Um, the fact that all the internal scenes for Home Alone 1 um, were built inside of a school in like a gymnasium or the swimming pool of an abandoned high school where they filmed The Breakfast Club. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and that, um, what's it, Marv, Marv is Daniel Stern, right? Yep. Yeah, Marv was the highest paid actor on the movie. So that's interesting. That is interesting to me. That's quite yeah. interesting. Why? Yeah, Why was not... he paid more than Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci signed on because he wanted to do it. Daniel Stern <laughs> was like, yeah, I'll do it, but you got to pony up, boy. What? What is Daniel Stern in? I just don't know. I don't know. know. 
I think he was in City Slickers. And if that I can was like find really the freaking it. search bar on IMDb, I'll try and he find was in out. Home, he was in Home Alone 2, and that's <laughs> that's it. He was in Home Alone 2, and then he dematerialized and went to heaven because he was, yeah. his work on Earth was done. But it, it, it's funny. Um, they like they're like, yeah, we want Daniel, we want Daniel Stern, and they're like, okay, cool. And he's like, y- you're not gonna pay me enough, so they recast somebody else uh, that I can't think of who it was. His name is Daniel as well. He enough. was in the Dilbert TV series. <laughs> as Daniel Dilbert. Stern was, he was Dilbert. Oh, cool. But um, I think it was like Universal had the rights, and then they're like, no, no, we're not gonna do Home Alone. Cancel this bad boy, and then. Uh, Columbia, or whoever the opposite is, picked it up, and then they got it going. So that it was, was initially a Warner Bros. production. Warner. Okay, so I was wrong, kind of all around. You were kind of. <laughs> it was 20th Century Fox that picked it up. Oh boy, oh boy, it's kind oh of, boy, oh boy, my life. Why don't you um, just say that whole tidbit again, and I'll just take it out. Nah, we're good, dude. You know, to move on and not dwell on Home Alone one, we're on Home Alone two now. Um, and they I did want, it second one. They did it again. And I want to say, is this the first movie where we've had an American president in it? Um, yeah, because we haven't covered any of Ronald Reagan's movies, and I don't <laughs> think we will. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, that is a bad part of the movie. I'll say this. He is yeah. not a good actor, our president. <laughs> N- no, I, I mean, but at the same time, he wasn't Can really you, given given much of a treatment but i know your trump impression is not like yeah it's your not strongest but it's better than mine and i'd like to hear you try his line <coughs> yeah um can he do says down the hall and to the left yeah 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 but you, can you lead me into that uh is, what is he i think kevin he? says like where do you know where the concierge is or something like that okay uh do you know where the concierge is down the hall <laughs> down the hall to the left that's, that's pretty that's good. Here, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Ready? This is gonna be for real. Excuse me. Do you know where the concierge is? Down the hall to the left. That was actually pretty good. That was pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, the 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 dawn was a big deal, and so at that time, at least, I don't know like why, because I don't know if The Apprentice was on then, but yeah, he was in it, no, and it wasn't. That, yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, I think it was because he was just like a a weird looking billionaire that dated supermodels. I think he, that's just kind of like which is what man. he is now. He is rich man, correct? He's a rich um, man. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember who I heard this song or not this song. Dang it, this quote from uh, where they said Donald Trump is what a homeless person imagines what a rich person would be. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, which is absolutely true. Yes, very much. Eating McDonald's is, on a plane. It's a, <laughs> it's a good fit for this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. So, yeah, who, that who might be Who would that be, the be now? That would oh. be Mark Cuban or somebody, right? Uh, maybe, yeah. Like, no, Bill Gates is too kind and too humble. Um, I think it would still be a, our president of the United <laughs> States, Donald Trump himself. <laughs> so... I can't think of anything else bad about the movie. I'm sure things will come up. Can we talk about the, what we love about this movie? <coughs> what we love about it? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should have given it five stars. Yeah. I mean, let, let's talk about the, the traps in the house. 
these we, traps. Can, can we build up to that? Because that's like the end of the movie, and I have oh, a, yeah. a full sheet of sure, sure, sure. notes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you did take notes? I did take a. Well, I don't actually have as many as I do sometimes. I do want to say um, <laughs> the I didn't laugh out loud that many times, and that's not saying anything bad about this movie. I think it's just because I've seen it so many times. Um, there was one part that I laughed out loud at. And it was one specific line reading from Kevin that I think he just nails. Uh, uh-huh. And it's when he goes, he <laughs> uh, says something to the, the front desk lady, and he goes, uh, something, 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 in case I get into mischief. And, man, sometimes I do get into mischief. <laughs> and then she looks at him, and he goes, we all do. <laughs> it's so funny. Kevin McAllister, where did this kid, such where does he get off? Or such a rascal. He learned to use a credit card. He did. It's it's pretty easy to use one, really. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is is that it's so easy that you just, like, carbon copy it, and that's how you use credit cards then. Mm Mm-hmm. Credit cards back then were just pictures of money, essentially. That's that's really (laughs) all it was. You just take a camera and take a picture of a dollar, and you show that picture to someone, and they say, I guess he has the dollar. Yeah, I guess this is good. That's, I mean, kind of, yeah, that's... Well, that's what credit is. It's, it's like pretty yeah, much what credit guy, is. Yeah, it's maybe just, this guy will have this dollar. It's later someone looking on. at a computer screen that says, "This person has money." We promise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this person um, is good for it. Uh, I love but, that, and yet he's dumb enough to say it worked out loud whenever she like scans the credit card oh, or does the carbon copy of the card. Uh, that lady. Um, I remember when I was a kid, my dad told me he was like hey that's the lady from harry potter and i went what no, no dad it's not. he thought that was maggie smith <laughs> he thought it was and i was like <laughs> it's definitely not <laughs> yeah um it's not her and it doesn't even really look like her <laughs> and why would it be her um that would be interesting to have maggie smith and tim curry and what's his name rob schneider rog schneider as the ensemble <laughs> I forgot that Rob Schneider, as many times as I've seen this, I forgot Rob Schneider and Tim Curry were in this because I always like equate them in this movie. They both like seem to play the same character. And when I see mm-hmm. Rob Schneider, I'm like, oh, yeah, Rob Schneider. And then I'm like, and then Tim Curry shows up. I'm like, oh, him too. Holy crap, it's Tim Curry. <laughs> it's Tim Curry. And Tim Curry, let's just talk about him real quick. He's great. A great man, a gem, a, a true gem. Pennywise Sr. is great in this movie. He's very good. Yeah. I like what he, I love his reading of the line. <laughs> I love you <laughs> when he's on his knees. We have your limo and a pizza. I love how he says that. Pizza. We like Tim Carey. We're a fan of him. Um Yep. I love that Kevin when he's in the very fancy indoor pool in the hotel, <laughs> um when he starts doing his cannonballs in the pool. Um, mm-hmm. a, a slightly lazier version of that joke would be he starts doing cannonballs in the pool and he splashes a bunch of snooty rich people and they get mad at him. But instead, yeah. what the movie does is he says, "What did it? Would it bother anyone if I worked on my cannonballs?" <laughs> and one old man goes, "No." <laughs> I'm like, I'm <laughs> he it. just yeah. starts doing big cannonballs and no one's upset. It's so great. I, I like how he says, "Work on my cannonballs." Yes, like, he's like, "There's a pool." It's winter. I'm not going to get any more time to perfect this. I uh, love that it doesn't cut to somebody giving him a dirty look or anything. It's just like, because that yeah, wouldn't happen in real life. They would just either ignore it or they'd be slightly charmed by it. And that's what happens. Right. They're just ambivalent towards it. They're like, yeah, go ahead, kid, whatever, do you. 
you know, they're they're New Yorkers. Yeah, kid, whatever. Um, Pizza. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. It's thicker the in Irish Chicago. Man. Where you're from. How about how about that Hoffa? Yeah, he died. Oh, t- <laughs> wait. Oh, dang. That's Jeez. not a spoiler, is it? Because he's a st- historical figure. We knew that, right? Yeah. We all yeah, knew that. Yeah, yeah. Um, when the Grinch smiles and it, like, cross-dissolves into Tim Curry's face smiling, great. Mm-hmm. Cinema. Thank you. Very good. Very Thank good. Thank you, next. Tim Curry. No, Tim Curry did not voice the Grinch, but he should have. Uh, he could have. He could have, and he <laughs> should have. He he could have been a live action Grinch, and that would have been incredible. He should have been. Yeah, I agree. I don't really think that. No, no, no. Honestly, you know, I'm Jim not the Carrey biggest Jim Carrey fan, but he does really. That's one of his best performances. A Golden Globe nominated performance. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Um, yeah. It, hey, hold up. Let's pause for a second. Is that Jim Carrey's best performance? Because <laughs> I think it might be. No. Ace Ventura, I think, is a better performance. I don't know. I I love dumb, goofy Jim Carrey. Good Grinch. Mrs. Doubtfire is pretty good too. <laughs> That's not him, right? Is Zing. this a joke? Yes, this is a joke. <laughs> okay, is that is that our idea of jokes? Now we just say the stuff that's not true. Hmm. Um. Yeah. What other what other wins do you have marked marked down for this film? I did write down Daniel Stern dot 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 the king of physical comedy question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um so we can we can talk about the traps now if you want cuz we're kind of too Please. That. Yeah, we're at the traps and I don't I do not want to kind of gloss over um I guess how negligent his family is and how they're not really good people but we'll get to that later his um, and his mom is a little bit more chill about it this time which is fine because it's happened which to is her understandable She's but like, yeah I, i've done this i did read that apparently Catherine o'hara after the movie was almost finished was like i feel like my character didn't really care that her son was missing and so they like <laughs> shot a few extra scenes of her panicking but like she yeah. really does seem remarkably chill in this movie she seems remarkably chill with her scene with john candy uh, John Candy's not in this film. John Candy is indeed not in this film. <laughs> He's in the first one. <laughs> Dang it! Um, but even that, because like she like has a meltdown in the first one, which understandable. And in this one, the, the equivalent of that scene is when she's talking to the cop, and she's yeah. like, "Excuse me, do you have kids?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." And I guess I'd be doing what you're doing too. And she goes, "Thank you." <laughs> It's yeah. just like she's so calm. She's very uh, uh, yeah. She's she's uh, weathered to this experience before. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean yeah. we'll, we'll kind of circle back to his parents, but we'll we'll talk about the traps now. Um, I feel, and I don't have anything to back this up or substantiate it, but great, go ahead the, and say it. <laughs> the the traps scene is longer. Uh, than the first one, and it's more in-depth. And I feel like if I'm just thinking like the studio, what do the people love and take away from the first one? Oh, they like those traps. Let's do more. And so there were more. But it was not like laid on too thick, I don't think. I think you're right that it is longer. Um, And I think that was the studio's thinking of like, oh, yeah, Home Alone is the movie where a kid hurts some men. Um, Mm -hmm. I will say with confidence, that is not what I love about these movies, either of them. Right, right. But, I mean, as a a mass, people remember. 
yeah, people remember the fun hurt scenes more than anything. I love, um, I just like seeing Kevin be a sassy little kid making it on his own. I love, like, the best mm-hmm. part of the first one is when he goes to the store and he's buying the toothbrush and all that stuff and he walks yeah. home and his shopping bag falls open. The best part, mm-hmm. of the part of this one is when he's, like, just walking around New York City and just being sassy to people. That's the best part of yeah. these movies. It's not when he hurts people, but that's fine, too. Yeah, the the goofs and the gags in this were very good. I want to say that. Um, do you find it strange that this happens in an abandoned building and not in the toy store? Yeah, that's interesting. And That had to huh. be a budget thing, right? It had to be a budget thing, or the toy store was just too crowded. And I don't necessarily think it makes sense for Kevin to full-on trash the toy store, which he does with right. his house and the empty house. That's fair. Beca- because you see so much regret that he has with throwing the brick through the window mm-hmm. that it probably doesn't make... It. Yeah, he probably yeah. doesn't make probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But if this movie was done now, where art is dead and people don't <laughs> care about that, That's true. Uh, it probably would be in the toy store. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. He would just be even more of a little stinker, and it would happen in the toy store, and he'd leave a note being like, sorry, and the guy would be like, uh, kids these days. It would have um, a picture of him dabbing or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It is he a would little... water bottle flip the, the brick <laughs> through the window. Uh, I do think that scene, last scene is weird. Um, I think I think I like this, the stunts and the traps in the first one better than this one. I mean, they're smaller, yes, but I, I don't know. These are fairly goofy, and I like them. Um, what's the best stunt in this one, or trap? I guess stunt's not really the right word. I don't know. They're kind of stunts. I Chandler and I got such a kick out of, uh, and it's not even like a stunt or anything, of when Kevin's throwing the bricks down. That is pretty the, funny. That was so, we were like belly laughing at that. It was hilarious of him just chucking these bricks down and um, Marv, just getting like he would he would be more than dead if he oh, was yeah. hit with five bricks in a row. Oh yeah, these men um, are dead. Um, yeah, these men are surely dead. I what like was the yours? I like the nail gun. <laughs> I think it's funny yeah. that he keeps pulling that string, and yeah. it, it's just like he doesn't understand that surely this has to be a trap, and he just keeps pulling it. Like I just yeah. think it's a funny slow build up, and then he finally gets taut, and then it goes, and then shoots into his booty. It's funny when people yeah. get stapled in the booty. I like that. The uh, the like slow motion zoom in on the nail coming out of the gun is very funny too. Yes, um, all all around very funny. I mean, Marv is very dumb. We're not treading new ground here by saying Marv is a dumb man. Correct. correct? Because he, he pulls on, there's the bag of flour with a rope tied to it. He pulls it several times and then yeah, just pulls, yeah. puts his whole He's body just weight like, on it. This is good. <laughs> it is yeah, good. he doesn't even like full on like bicep yank it down. He's just like, doink, doink. Yeah, this is fine. And then puts all of his body weight on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got a big, big old laugh. Uh, there, I want to talk about my laugh moments really quick. Um, and I get, I've earned that right because I gave it a five out of five. Um, of when they do break into Duncan's toy store and they're getting the money and um, Harry goes, Merry Christmas, Harry, stuffs money. And then Marv breaks open his thing and says, Happy Hanukkah, Marv. 
Um, <laughs> I don't. That was just really funny because they weren't like listening to each other. It's just those were their honest responses, and Marv chose to highlight his Judaism in that moment. <laughs> it was really funny to me. Tell me more of your laughs. I want to hear the funny parts of this movie. Because I was, full disclosure, I was decorating my Christmas tree alone while watching this movie. And that is indeed the correct thing to do if you're alone while watching this. So you you did it correct. So Um, that's why I took fewer notes. But I still enjoyed it. Sure. Um, the, and this is just a riff on the first, the first iteration of this, um, with the, uh, Angels with Filthy Souls part two moment. Mm Mm-hmm. So funny. Uh, where he's like, uh, I saw you smooching with my brother. And then he's like, Mo, Larry, or whatever. And then uh, says some name like Marty. And it's the, the old security guard. And he's like, oh, it's a lie. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> that was so funny. Because it was all directed towards Tim Curry. So it was like Tim Curry was smooching with uh, the security guard. Um, I, I love that, that scene. Funny. And I love the fact that it's that it is a different movie and not the same movie, but it is yeah. just as much the same movie as Home Alone Two is to the first movie. Yeah, it seems like them being like, "Yeah, we know that we're just doing the same movie again." Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. we're not trying to pretend that we're not doing that. We're just doing it again, but with thinner pizza. And I got, <laughs> I got a you know fairly deep appreciation again that the fact that Angels with Filthy Souls. One and two are both wholly original productions comp- to the Home Alone universe. Oh, that yeah. They made this movie for that movie. They make the whole thing? They made the whole entire... Th- it's long. Wait. Three and a half hours. Did no, we talk about this that. on last year's Home Alone episode? Yeah, we did. That's why this sounds familiar to me. But you can watch these movies? No, you can't watch them. That was, oh. a, that was a joke. I... I re- I thought it would be fun if you could, and now I'm sad. That, I mean, that would be fun. Don't get me wrong. Who's saying that you can't make them? We could. <laughs> we could. Um, if we build it, they will come. What other laugh moments? You got any more for me? That's all that I can really remember off the top of my head. Um, you know, the I laughed really hard at the pigeons attacking them. Obviously very funny. The, uh, really be Daniel funny, Stern does some really good screaming in that scene. It's very funny. Very good screaming. Uh, would you scream if pigeons I, were on you? I would scream so hard. <laughs> what, like Chandler and I had like this realization that, yeah, those were real pigeons that they had on them. That's like, that's that's kind of guts that these very high paid. One of them being an Academy Award winner actor would subjugate themselves to having all these nasty, nasty birdies on them. That is weird, and it would have been CGI if it was made in 2019, which is why we Correct. were blessed that it was 1992. Yep, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how art do. That is how art do. Um, Joe Pesci, great. Uh, Tim Curry, great. A lot of great performances. Macaulay Culkin, maybe his last good performance. Because, like, yeah. listen, this kid, I don't know that he's got the goods. <laughs> but I do Whoa, know that I on. like what he's doing in these movies. I think that he was better in this one than the first one. That's my opinion. Uh, I think he's a little bit cuter in the first one because he's younger. And so, sure. thus, he's better in the first one. But Sure, sure, sure. Listen, I'm really having a bit of a crisis here because I rated 
this one three stars out of five, and I rated mm. Home Alone one four stars out of five. Oh, you that is that is absolute heresy. I forgot I th- that you rated it four out of I five. I don't think that's heresy. I think that is Get over the, it. I think that's the common take. I think most people would say the first one's better. However, as I, I know think the fact about that you it, didn't rate the first one five out of five. I think the only problem is I, I think the only reason I would rate this less is because it is the same movie. Like I would like sure. laziness, I guess. But I don't think it really is laziness. I think they really just own the fact that they're doing the same movie again. Exactly. So I think I may like this movie better. I I definitely like this movie better than the first one. Um, Okay. And I'm having trouble separating my uh, actual thoughts on the quality of this movie versus my nostalgia and my love for snowy Christmas in New York. That's the beauty of this podcast is that we are not bashing the nostalgic value of it. It's us realizing that nostalgia does play a a huge part in our viewing experiences as hard as we may try to look at these unbiased. I think you're correct, and I think I'm going to say this. Yes. I think even in a vacuum... Comparing these two movies, no, I can't say it. I don't think that's say true. It. I think You're the, I think the first one's better. There. I think the first one's better, but I do think I Coward. like this one better. So I'm going to leave my ratings the same, but I do enjoy this one more. And if I'm going to put one in and watch it, it'll probably be this one. Christmas in that, New York, John fair. Williams music. <coughs> what, oh, man. What, what John else Williams. could you need? Yeah, we haven't talked John about him. freaking Williams. He did it again. Uh, it's funny, and to kind of harken back to the first one, and I wish I was this educated on the first one because, you know, that would be better, more apropos for the moment. But um, they didn't have John Williams originally, and Chris Columbus was literally like, they're like, man, the score that we have right now isn't great. And he's like, wouldn't it be awesome if John Williams did it? And they're like, haha, yeah. And then somebody sent the script to John Williams, and John Williams was like, love this, gonna do it. And they're like, That's what, awesome. really? Their their budget for the first movie was I think four no their budget was ten and they ended up doing it in fourteen million which hmm. even back in nineteen ninety was the extra it's, four million just going to John Williams um I think so <laughs> like I think he, <laughs> they obviously really, had to pay it was going to Daniel Stern <laughs> yeah for all of his screams but all of his for good, all of his good screams. screams I love the way that yeah. man screams love that man Daniel is that Stern. weird to say. I said it though. Out of context, potentially. Um anything else you just dying to say about this film? Bird lady's good. <laughs> Is she good? <laughs> She's I mean, not bad, but do we I will like say, her? like, if I had I mean, yeah, she seemed pleasant, but um <laughs> I mean, yeah, if I, I had like I feel like she has like an unspoken mental disability that they obviously probably did a good job about not highlighting. Um, of some kind, but um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like what, it was kind of weird. Why for do you Kevin. feel that way? <laughs> I don't think she does. I think she's just a person who's lonely and sad. I feel like she has something. But I don't have any. This is just this is another one of those crazy wacky Clint theories that I'm known for. But I, what weirds <clears throat> me out is like as warm and friendly and kind as she is to Kevin, I don't really see why she doesn't have friends. You know. She's yeah. a nice lady. She should it's have because she's covered with bird. That is probably that, what it is. Yeah, she is, she's perfectly fine. It's just that she's covered with bird, and so she's, people won't approach her. She does got bird all over. Okay, she is an INFP. 
Yeah, she's honestly goals. Um, yeah, yeah. Bert do you Lady feel like nice. it was? Do you feel like it was weird that Kevin returned or like gave her the turtle dove? He should have given it back to the toy store owner. <laughs> he should have given it to Mister Duncan because he gave him the. I mean, I guess Bird Lady needed it more. She needs a friend. Yeah, yeah. Mister Duncan's fine, but uh, you know, honestly, like I don't see why Mister Duncan couldn't have been that character. <laughs> but Be- well, because I, he's I like, like immediately he wasn't struggling nice. enough. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. He because it, it's got to be the thing where it's like someone he's initially scared of and then he comes yeah. to understand them. But he's still mutual recognition happened. of yeah, mutual recognition of you're not so bad after all. Yeah. Or maybe it was like, <laughs> okay, we haven't done this in a while. Bird lady gone. Mr. Duncan is Birdman in park and then he finds out later after not meeting him in the toy store, "Oh, you're Mr. Duncan, the toy store man." Yeah. Or something like that. It is you like know? funny that the first one is like the recognizable archetype of like old man who's kind of lost touch with his family, sad and lonely, misunderstood. And the second one, they're like, what if this time he connects with like a lady who has birds all over? (laughs) This one, but birds. She's got just so many birds. What's her thing? Birds. She lives in a park and she has so many birds, you know. Ah, man, that would be so choice. Like like, ladies that have birds on them. That would be so choice if when, uh, you know, he gave her the the turtle dove at the end. She was like, "You freed me," and then she <laughs> held. Hold on a minute, uh, and then she like whooshes her cape around, and she just turns into like five hundred pigeons. That would honestly be great, wouldn't it? And then he's like, "She, he, she was a ghost all along," and then he looks down, and there's a plaque that says like mrs park or something like that <laughs> she died in 1892 <laughs> there hasn't been a bird lady here in 35 years or something like that honestly that would be better because <laughs> in the first one you get that um that moment where he like sees um the old man hugging his granddaughter or whatever and they kind of mm-hmm. make eye contact like yeah. i feel like we needed a moment like that like yeah he goes back and gives her the the turtle dove thing but like he's never gonna see her again <laughs> Yeah, it's not like she has now found a lifelong friend. They didn't have um, cell phones. You cried in the first one, as did I. Correct? Yes, I remember precisely what I cried at in the first one. You cried at him looking at the window at the family, right? Yes. Did you cry at all in this one? Nope, not at all. M- me either. And I think that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. This yeah, that's why I'm still standing by the, the first one being better. Sure. Um, I think the I think the first one is just a little bit more <laughs> well crafted. But it is artistically like better, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that we've kind of oozed and goosed about the, uh, you know, the happy stuff. What yeah, you got for me? we're gonna do a different kind of oozing and goosing now. It's time for sinful moments, baby. We haven't done it in a while. Get sinful on me. Freaking find the freaking search bar on freaking IMDb. Freaking IMDb. Sinful Moments is the segment where we pull up the IMDb uh, parents guide section, um, which tells us all of the sinful moments from this movie. And um, I am going to make Clint guess some things that he thinks are uh, apparently noteworthy for IMDb users um, who are worried about the things that their kids are going to see in this movie. So mm-hmm. uh, there are five Five categories. Sex and nudity, which is one category. Violence and gore, also one. Profanity, 
alcohol, drug smoking, and frightening and intense scenes. Clint, mm-hmm. which one would you like to start with? Let's start with violence and gore. Violence and gore. I mean, listen. It's That's Home a fairly obvious too. one, actually. <laughs> it's fine. Let's start with it. Name something you think's in there. Oh, man. It's got to be mm, all of the traps. Yeah, I mean, it gets pretty specific. Um, really? A, uh, a kid throws a brick and it hits a man on the head. Um, it does say, like, the first Home Alone, there is a slap, there's slapstick violence, but it's a little more harsh in this one, which I think is probably true. Um, yeah. Harry, one of the bad guys, flies out and falls on a car and shatters the window. Forgot about that. Yeah, he does. Um, Mar- Harry and Marv point a gun at Kevin. The bird lady throws seeds at them, and they eat on them and yell. <laughs> the birds eating on them is... <laughs> wait. <laughs> Violence and gore. I gotta read this word for word. Okay, the bird lady throws bird seeds at them, and they eat on them and yell. The birds eating on them is the funny part of this scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that says the birds eating on them is the funny part? Yes. Um, And then, yeah, I mean... There's something in the beginning about Buzz, uh, Kevin punching Buzz off of the stage. Sure. Uh, yeah, not a whole lot. Of, that's not a whole lot of surprises in that section. Would you like to try another? Mm-hmm. Uh, in violence and gore, or another or section? Another section. I don't think there's um, a whole lot. Of let's new. go with sex and nudity. Yeah, always a good one. Um, give me your guesses. Uh, he does go to Central Park, and there's, I guess, these women that are perceived to be prostitutes. Yes, I mean, IMDb is convinced that that is what they are, and I would say they're correct. Kevin is solicited by two prostitutes while walking through the streets of New York. (laughs) That in a vacuum by itself sounds like an entirely different movie. It's the word solicited. Yeah, it's like they need to be a little more specific about what's going on there. That implies that they're like, come on, we we know you got the goods, we know you have the cash, (laughs) nine-year-old child. Um. There are two other things. Mm, I guess hint. they're kind of the same thing, though. Hint? Hint. Um, it's not sex, but it is nudity. Uh, the shower? Yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, what does he say? Uh, something about your little perv? Or he's, uh, he's looking at his uncle in the shower. Yeah, okay, so what it says is Kevin mentions about Uncle Frank taking a shower, and he told him if walks in and sees him naked, he will never grow up feeling like a real man. <laughs> and then I want to read word for you, word for word, the last sentence of this bullet point. It says he will never grow up feeling like a real man, and then it says, this is a male joke, and kids will not get it. <laughs> what is a male? <laughs> kids don't get male jokes? This This joke's for men only. I guess so. That um, that line is really funny in the movie. <laughs> Uncle Frank says, "If I see him in the shower, I'll never grow up feeling like a real." That man. is a good line. Um, and then the other one is just Kevin mentions about his dad's naked rear end and getting spied on. <laughs> it's very funny the way these are written. Um, there's some funny stuff in profanity. What do you think's in here? I hmm, can't think of anything other than Harry's like fake cussing. Yeah, um, I don't know why I said there's a lot of funny stuff in here. Friga, shiga, friga, bigger. It says <laughs> the word "oh my god" being used in this movie. That's not a yeah. word. That's three. I words. mean, that's pretty bad. The word, <laughs> the word "crapped" is used in this movie. Crapped. When did crapped. You say crapped. The past tense of crap. 
Yeah, when did they say crap? I don't remember. He, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, what did you do to those <laughs> those poor criminals? Crapped. I crapped on them. <laughs> and then it does say something in here about him name-calling, um, such as a nosy little pervert. <laughs> um, True. Yeah. Um, what do you think about frightening intense scenes? The the is the bird one in that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, I would also be frightened and feel intense. Well, I guess it doesn't explicitly. Okay. Let me just read this final bullet point to you because it's interesting. The finale of the movie is considerably <coughs> darker than the original, as the two primary Kay. antagonists seem genuinely prepared to kill Kevin. True. The leader yeah. tries to shoot a woman who is trying to save Kevin and only fails to do so as the trigger of his gun is too slippery with grease for him to pull. Some viewers yeah. may find the scene unsettling. So, yeah, yeah, nothing about the birds, actually. That, I mean, that's that's a fair point, is that compared to the first one where they, like, may or may not have, like, killed Kevin, like, they may have roughed him up and scared him a little bit, Harry was fully prepared to shoot this woman. You know, oh, yeah. he was ready to shoot and kill her. Yeah, and um, they they are trying to kill Kevin. Like that is, they say that that is what their plan is. They want to right. kill him. Yeah, correct. Um, a, as a frightening and intense scene was the moment where he got into the cab with that guy. He's like, it's pretty scary out there. And then that monster alien from Men in Black <laughs> turns around. Well, yes. What's his name? Um, Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black One turns around and says. <laughs> A much better idea, kid. Yeah, it just says um, Kevin can be seen wandering alone in New York Central Park at night with scary people bullying him mm-hmm. and the taxi driver even scaring him. Yeah, even scaring him. God forbid. Even scaring him. Um. Yeah, yeah. those historically friendly taxi drivers is scaring. Yep. Nacho quit it. And then um, it just says, yeah, just some general stuff about how it could be scary for kids. Um, alcohol, drugs, and smoking. Not really anything good in here. Yeah, yeah. They Kevin watches a movie in which a character is seen smoking. Ah, no. Okay. Shut brief, this one down. Brief, brief smoking is seen by two women in the park. Mm, yeah, that's true. They do smoke. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's simple moments. Thank you for being sinful with me. I love to sin with you. I love you to sin with me. Um, so, Home Alone 2. We like it? I think we like it. I think we like it a lot. I think we like this movie. I do think the first one is better, but I think I like this one more, but it's just for nostalgic reasons. Sure. Um, let's get to our four questions. These yeah, are the four questions give, that we... Give us a recap. We got we ask these of every movie that we cover on the show. Is this good for kids? Is it good for adults? Does it stand the test of time? And is this movie as good as Arrival? Sure. Uh, is oh, this we're going through them now. <laughs> Sorry, I spaced yeah, out is, for a minute. Is it good for kids? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good for kids. I loved it as a kid. Yeah, it's good for kids. Great. I agree. I agree. Uh, uh, is it good for adults? Yes, it's good you for have, adults. You you absolutely cannot say no to any of these. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we don't really need to run. Do we need to run through all of them? Like, yes, I think it's a because, four out of four. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say yes, it stands the test of time. I know you are too. 
I don't think it's better than Arrival, but I know I that think you it's do. better than Arrival. Yeah. And I hate that you say that, but I think it's definitely better than Arrival. I think that's crazy talk. And no, of course it's not better than Arrival, but whatever. I'm fine with it. It gets a, a seven out of eight. Feed it up to our Raptors. Have at it, girls. Um, what do we can say? You, can you like ADR in like some faint background like Raptor noises in that? ADR as in like me say them myself? No, you know what I mean. Um, I... That's hard. I don't know where to okay, find fine. those. Here, I'll you just do, do it myself. Is that I good? I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Here, you try it. Um, so we should go ahead and announce what we're doing in the next episode, right? Christmas it's in New York, part Christmas two. Christmas in New York again. It's a movie called Elf. Mm. Um... Elf, Elf is a movie, movie that people seem to really enjoy having hot takes about. And, and people, like, they identify with it on a spiritual level. Yes, which, it's like... Which is something that girls tend to say, not to generalize. I feel like both ends of the spectrum are insane. People worship this movie, and also people are like, I hate this movie, and you are terrible if you like it. I agree. And it's like, listen, folks, it's a movie. I mean, we'll we'll talk about it later. We'll be the definitive case on this. Yeah, we we'll, will solve we'll, the problem. We'll solve it. I mean, we I'll, are I'll say world. it right now. I like the movie Elf. It's Christmas I agree. I in like New the York. Movie Elf. Um, so you should s- probably follow us on all our social media. We're at Purely Nostalgia on Twitter. Um, we are at Purely Nostalgia Pod on Instagram. And then uh, I have a personal Twitter account. It's at Elisha P. Smith. And it's the same for Letterboxd. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Clint J.H. Page. The J.H. does stand for Jazz Hands. Um, Clint, take us out with a sip. Let's take a sip of Liquid Death. And uh... <laughs> Before we do that, though, uh, I do want to say that like, if you do enjoy us, uh, give us a, oh, yeah. a, a review. Five stars goes a long way in ensuring that we are at the top of the list with nostalgic-based content. I would, uh, I would love to be able to say at the end of 2020, 20 that we have one more listener than we have now That'd just be great. one more come one on more. one more would that's, be great with the numbers that we have right now that's what 80 percent growth yes cool. uh for real though like on on the real like please share this podcast with a friend who you think might like it like yeah. and and make it clear to them because i don't know that this is always clear to people i really don't think you need to watch all the movies to, to yeah. listen to our show like i yeah. think some people think that you have to and if maybe that will up your enjoyment of it a little bit but you don't have to do that you just yeah, listen. or that's like a perception that they've gained from other podcasts yeah. um i mean especially with this like odds are you have seen these movies yeah. in the past these but you don't need to common. let 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 nostalgia be your guide with this let, you don't have to re-up them we're doing it for you yeah we're doing it that's, for you that that should be our slogan. Let nostalgia be your guide. I like that. Um, we are but I don't Sherpa. know if that's what I want to preach or not. Maybe it is. Maybe we really just lean into the fact that like nostalgia makes us like things more, and that's good, and we should just love that. Maybe that's our 2020 modus operandum. I've noticed that I do this thing where I, when I'm saying something on this show that I really and truly believe, I spread my arms out real wide. I do, too. Like, do you do that? I think... I think we've learned that from church. 
Maybe no, so. No, like seriously. I think because it's the Christ pose. You know? I think so. I just go because it is like a kind of a Jesus on the cross thing. Like my my arms just go straight out. Yeah, um, where it's like this is my conviction. Right. You know. So I will keep my well. Let's take a sip of liquid death first, and uh, again, I'm not going to say whether or not I like it. I've topped off my liquid death, so you give us a sip, and I'll give us a can crumple. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, topped. Oh, like finished. I yeah, thought I you meant it. like you refilled not, it with I tap refilled. water. <laughs> Which I did, because I got a can of this at that film festival I mentioned. I brought it home with me back to Knoxville. Um, and yeah. I was like, I really miss drinking water out of a can. So I filled it with tap water, put it in the fridge for a few hours, and drank it. And was like, it's still just as good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you give us a you give us a sip, and then I'll I'll uh, you know close it off with a can crumple. So give us okay. a sip. Sip. And can <sighs> crumple. And now song. we have made um, we've made good content. We've made good content. Uh, still not telling you how I feel about Liquid Death one way or the other. You can probably figure it out. Um, that'll do, Donkey. We will see you soon. And Skinath for listening. Yeah, so, hold on. I'm about to do a real big goof. Give me just a second. So, for the listeners, Clint is highlighting all of the notes in our Google Doc notes sheet Mm -hmm. that we use as a guide for the episode. Threatening to delete it all. You know, we should... Uh, I highlighted it. Dang it. And he he has highlighted it yellow, and that is funny, apparently. (laughs) Hold on. I didn't mean to do that. Let's see here. Okay. Bingo, bango. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now he has highlighted it yellow, and the font is bright green, and it is hard (laughs) to read. And that is kind of funny, actually. Let's uh, let's stick with this. Is this good with you?